Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Don't forget, you can catch up with past episodes anytime online at talk1370.com slash experts. Also on the Odyssey app, click on Talk 1370, click on Ask the Experts, and catch up with past episodes anytime, anywhere. Joining us today, we're going to talk a little bit about business and the concept of selling your business, or maybe you're in the market to buy a business. You want to have a business broker with you. Joining us today in the studio, Sunil Verma with Austin Business Brokers. Sunil, thanks for stopping by. Ask the experts. Well, thank you. Let's get right down into it. What is a business broker? What do you do? Well, a business broker is a specialist. Uh, his only job is to help business uh, owners to sell the business and in some cases represent business buyers to locate, identify, and purchase a business according to their needs. So a business broker is like any other professional tradesman who has been doing this for a while and has experience and just does this. So it's like being a specialist in your profession. Who uses a business broker? Who are, who are your clientele? Tell us who might need the services of a business broker. For the most part, it's the business owners. Uh, you know, like if you own a home, you want to sell your home, you could do it on your own. But most people will go to a real estate broker. And business brokers are similar. Good business brokers will have a real estate license. As you know, uh, pretty much all the businesses have a location. Unless they're home-based, I would say 90% of businesses have a location, and that involves either real estate property or lease. So most of the time, we would help business owners to sell the business. They would approach us and say, hey, I'm going to sell this business. I'm going to retire. I don't have anybody I'm going to give the business to. And what's the best way to go about? So we do the valuation of the business, sit down with the business owner, look at the positives and negatives and see what can be fixed, what cannot be fixed, and see what the fair price value will be for this business. And then we market it, we advertise it, and uh, we bring a buyer. And uh, if uh, there's a deal to be made, we close the deal. We help the buyer and the seller close the deal through escrow. So everybody is, at the end of the transaction, happy. They walk away with what they wanted, and we make sure that no loose ends are out there make sure all the licensing and every other thing that needs to be done in terms of transfer of the business is accomplished in time. How do business brokers or a brokerage firm, how, how, do, you, how do you operate? So basically, business potential business buyer will approach us and we do agreement with them, like a buyer's agreement. And that's usually on a retainer because uh, most of the time the business buyers don't have a very clear idea of what they want to get. So we can show them 20 businesses and they may not like it. And if you have a listing, we tell them, hey, you know, we have these businesses. Would you like one of these? Or I would suggest them go find a business. And if you like it, go from there. And first you need to figure out what you want. So for majority of the time, we represent business sellers, business owners. What we do with business owners is once we have a 
consultation and a conversation and they're agreeing to uh, and motivated to sell the business, we enter into what's called an exclusive right to sell agreement, similar to a residential. Means that if we bring a buyer or if the buyer comes and buys a business in the duration of the listing, the broker gets paid. But for the most part, the broker will bring the buyer. We, after the listing, we will uh, advertise the business, we will market it, and once uh, people start approaching us saying, hey, I'm interested in this business, we will have them sign a non-disclosure agreement. That's very critical. And once they sign that agreement, we will give them information about the business. You just need one buyer for the business. But sometimes you have to go through 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 potential buyers to see uh, until finally somebody comes in and makes an offer. So in a lot of ways, like you said earlier, it really is like a relationship that you might have with a realtor if you're trying to buy a house. Instead, you're just buying a business or selling a business, as it were. More or less, there are a few differences. First of all, we don't have MLS. A realtor, the first thing they would do is put a sign out, out of the house saying for sale and put it on the MLS. You don't really want to do that with an active business. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to advertise. Uh, now, it's very critical. Confidentiality is key. That's number one thing. So for that reason, it's not beneficial for the business owner to sell the business on his own. It just gives away once he starts advertising his name. You know, my name is Mike Smith. People will look up or they'll put a picture of the business. People will figure it out. Especially in this day and age with Google and technology and the and the databases that are out there. Absolutely. Yes. It's never a good idea to let people know what business it is. So when we advertise, let's say if it's a retail store or a dry cleaner, we'll say it's a dry cleaner in Austin or maybe South Austin. There's a dry cleaner in every block. It's hard for somebody to figure out what it is. We don't put our pictures. So that's the difference between a realtor and a business broker. And in most states, it's required for a business broker to have a real estate license. As I inferred earlier, in order to sell a business, you are the buyer, I'm the seller, we have a deal, nobody can get between us, except, guess what, the landlord. That's the only person who can jinx the deal. He can say no. There's something called lease assignment. When a seller sells a business, the buyer takes over the lease, and the landlord will approve of that if the buyer is equally or better qualified. And in most states, it's a statute that the landlord has to approve. But guess what in Texas? Not so much. Not so much. Landlord can say, no, I don't feel like, I don't like him. I have a guy who's been paying me rent for the last 15 years. Why do I take a chance on a new one? So... The broker comes in very handy at that point with his experience and with his credentials. He can speak with the property manager. He can speak with the landlord, uh, make a good presentation. A buyer is like uh, applying for a job, you know, make a resume and applying for a lease at the apartment. So all those things, a real estate agent can help both parties to accomplish the goal. Now, as in Texas, you know, there's no requirements to being a business broker. You can just put a, you know, sign in front of your office and you're a business broker. That's it. There's no qualifications, no requirements. And those guys really cannot legally do anything about the lease. And they leave it up to the landlord and the seller and the buyer to deal with it. Well, guess what? If uh, the business owner is having some issues with the landlord or he's behind rent or they're having an argument, the landlord won't be very, you know, helpful to them. Now, as a business broker, I'm going to say, hey, I understand he's behind rent. We're going to hold that money in escrow. And here's Mr. Landlord what we're asking. You're going to get a better tenant, this, this, this. And sometimes the landlord and the business owners are in great terms. And we want to make sure that, you know, the new person is going to be about the same. So there are many aspects of that transactions that are crucial to be looked at. And a good business broker will find those issues ahead of time and prepare both parties to get the deal done without any problems. You're listening to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Our guest today, Sunil Verma with Austin Business Brokers. We're talking about maybe you've got a, a business you're looking to sell to take that step back from the, the daily grind of having to run that business. Maybe you're ready to take that step back and 
have that have someone else take over. Maybe you're looking to buy a business, get into that entrepreneurial spirit and uh, try your hand at something new. Either way, Sunil can help you with your particular situation. Give him a call, 512-800-7085, 512-800-7085. He's also taking questions from our audience for future episodes. If you've got an, something about whether you're looking to buy or sell a business, a question you want answered, uh, contact him on his website. That's abbtx.com slash radio, abbtx.com slash radio. Again, Austin Business Brokers, our guest, Sunil Verma. Sunil, how long have you been a business broker? Well, I started uh, selling businesses as a business broker in 2005 in Las Vegas, Nevada. So I got my qualifications, my credentials. You have to pass a national exam and a state exam. And uh, I was fortunate enough to find two or three good mentors. They, they had been doing this for a number of years and I learned a lot. And uh, times were good at that time. And uh, I was very focused on what I was doing. I had sold a business and this was a new profession for me. And uh, within six months, I had 10 businesses I had sold. And by the end of the year, I was the number one uh, agent in that office of 20 business brokers. You mentioned background and qualifications there. Uh, just go ahead and list out uh, the qualifications needed to be a business broker. Well, the number one qualification is like anything else, life experiences. If you have been in business or know how businesses operate, it's very helpful. Beyond that, the number one thing is having a good eye for numbers. I like to say there are three kinds of people, those who know how to count and those who don't. <laughs> So I've seen a lot of people come in, become, uh, try to be business brokers, but they have no aptitude for numbers and bookkeeping and financials. You need to be able to read financials, know the difference between, uh, uh, you know, P&L, what goes on the cost of goods and what goes on the balance sheet. Sometimes you'll see business owners, you know, buy equipment and put it on the P&L and show their profits lower. Maybe it's a tax write-off, but or maybe they don't know. So those kind of things are very important for business brokers to be able to figure out how much the business is worth. Business is worth how much it's making annually in terms of profits. Now, you can have a business that's doing a million dollars in sales and netting $200,000. And the next year, doing the same sales, but netting $300,000. How could that be if everything is the same cost of goods and operation expenses and payroll and everything else? So the true value of a business profit is the cash flow. We take into account opening and closing inventory. So they may not have bought any inventory and used last year's inventory and showing their profits higher. So the number one, I would say, is a knowledge of bookkeeping, a background of that. And obviously, you know, oper having operated businesses and dealt with businesses as you go along does help. Time for a break here on Ask the Experts. We're talking with our guest Sunil Verma from Austin Business Brokers. Whether you've got a business to sell, maybe you're looking to buy a business, get away from your nine to five day job and start building something for yourself. Sunil and his team ready to help you figure out the right options for you. 512-800-7085. That's 512-800-7085. Also on the web, abbtx.com slash radio. That's abbtx.com slash radio. Austin Business Brokers. Back with more after this with our guest Sunil Verma. Austin Business Brokers here on Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Nerds! 
Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. In the studio today is Sunil Verma with Austin Business Brokers. We're talking about what you need to know if you've got a business you're looking to sell, maybe step back from, or if you're looking to buy a business. Maybe you're tired of working the nine to five for somebody else. You want to start working for yourself. Buying a business is a great way to do that. Sunil can help you with your particular situation. 512-800-7085-ABBTX.com slash radio is his website. He's also taking questions there for future episodes of Ask the Experts. So if you've got questions about buying or selling a business, how to do it right, go online, ABBTX.com slash radio, fill out the form there, and we'll have your questions answered right here on a future episode of Ask the Experts. Let's get into the process a little bit. If I'm thinking of selling my business, you mentioned earlier we were talking about real estate and realtors. You can sell your house on your own. Do I really need a business broker? What does a business broker bring to the transaction? What expertise that you may not get from a do-it-yourself attempt? Well, as a business owner, you can always sell your business. You can do anything on your own. You can sell your home or you know, you can uh, fix your car on your own. And nothing wrong with that. If you're good at it, sure. But here's some situations where you don't need a broker. Let's say, for example, you have kids. You want to pass on the business to them. All right. That's a pretty simple thing. Or you have a key employee who wants to take over the business and you want to retire. You could do that. Now, in those cases, let's say for the second example, where it's an employee, you wouldn't want to know what the business is worth. You know, whether it's a million dollars, 1.2, 1.5, whatever it is. And for those instances, we offer valuation services. We take the last three years tax returns, P&Ls, balance sheet, things of that nature, and we do a valuation. And we tell them, hey, Mr. Business Owner, this is our opinion of what your business is worth. And pretty much every business we sell, we do a valuation on and on. We don't charge the business owner if he is going to sell the business with us. And I would say pretty much all the time, it comes in line with uh, not. If there's an SBA loan involved in the transaction, the SBA will do its own valuation. And we come pretty much close to 
what the SBI will do. We are not certified. That means we cannot do a valuation for the court if somebody's going through a divorce or those kind of instances. Another thing, the key thing we bring to the business owner is confidentiality. I have never seen any benefit of a business owner telling his employees or his customers or his vendors or anything, hey, I'm selling my business. It only brings bad things. All right. You don't want your employees to find out that you're looking to sell your business and get panicky and look for another job and then uh, move somewhere else. And then the process takes some of your clients. It doesn't help if your customers find out you're selling your business. They will try to find another place to do business with. And if you sell on your own, it's very difficult to keep it confidential. Like I uh, cited earlier, it's very easy to, for people to figure out which business it is. Uh, you interact with them, you give your name and your phone number or whatever, they'll figure it out. All right. And secondly, if the business is good, maybe about 20, 30 people calling every week, you're running a business. You don't have time to fill their calls. And after a while, you'll say, you know what? I'll respond to every third or fourth caller. Well, as a business broker, that's my job. It's my job to serve my client and make sure I don't miss out anybody. Now, there are some brokers who won't respond to business buyers unless they get called three or four times just to gauge if the buyer is serious or not. I don't belong to that uh, you know, school of thought. I think you never know. Anybody can be a serious buyer. So as a professional, my job is to respond as soon as possible. And the first thing I ask the people is uh, communication, have them sign a non-disclosure agreement. Many people won't sign it or they'll say, I'm going to stay confidential. We don't deal with blind buyers. We don't know who you are. You could be a competitor or you could be an employee. You might just trying to sniff out who this business is. Or you could be another broker, you know, and uh, cause some a kind of mischief. So once we know who you are, and in some cases where the business owner does request to screen the buyer's financials, make sure it's qualified. If it's a $3 million business and the guy says, I have only $100,000, he can't buy the business. We'll request for financial statement if it's good. And sometimes if it's a competitor of the business owner, we will check with the business owner. Hey, is it okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a good business person. If he wants to buy it, sure. Now, all those people who get information about the business are bound by the confidentiality agreement. So that's the key thing what we bring to the business owner. And then, like I said, you know, we are focused on selling the business and taking over from his time. He can focus on running his business and doing what he does. Sometimes it takes a month to sell a business. Sometimes it could take a year or longer. And I don't think it's in the best interest for the business owner to waste his time for a year doing this. And uh, especially if he's not familiar with the process, he can not get uh, very confident as the goes longer and he might give up after a while. Sunil, what do I need to look for if I'm shopping for a business broker? What are the qualifications I need to look for? The most important qualification in a business broker that a business owner needs to find is experience. Most of the business owners have never thought about researching a business broker or know what a business broker is until it's time for them to sell the business. It could be a sudden uh, occurrence, like, you know, they have to relocate or there's a death in the family or the spouse got a new, very good job in another state and they have to sell the business. And then they'll go looking for a business broker and they'll see the first one who's advertising the most and go with him. It behooves the business owner to do his due diligence prior to putting his business on the market. Just like a business buyer will do his due diligence after he makes an offer and before signing off his due diligence release. So I think uh, the business owner should find a broker who has experience and who's licensed. If he has a lease or if he has a property, he wants to sell the property along with the 
business, it makes no sense for him to find a business broker to sell the business and then find another broker to sell the property. And the business buyer may not like it. He wants one transaction and he wants to know exactly what's going on, the price and everything. We don't want a business broker to say, hey, you know, I don't know about the property. I have a friend who does it or I have somebody in my office. Well, the contract that a business owner and enters into is with a corporation or LLC or with the entity and that entity must be licensed. You can't just farm out. Uh, it's against the law to farm out uh, a real estate transaction. Uh, now, there are some brokers and they have salesperson, but it's always a contract between the broker and the business owner, not the salesperson. Salesperson is working for the broker and he cannot legally enter into an agreement with the business owner. So besides experience and uh, qualifications, it helps for the business owner to interview a couple of them, three of them, four of them. Now, there are some boards and entities like IBBA, which does a very good job of training business brokers. Yeah, new brokers, I always recommend, should join that. It might take them three, four, five years to learn. They learn from experiences of other brokers, and it's like a coaching system. But most of the brokers I've seen will just get the logo and the name and won't be very focused in following up and attending meetings every three months, every four months in different cities, things like that. But all in all, it all comes down to experiences. Somebody selling businesses for 20 years, 15 years, 10 years, he'll do a much better job than somebody who's doing it for six months or one year. Sunil, talk a little bit about the financial side of this. How do brokers get paid? And then also the value that they bring to the table in that transaction. The business brokers are paid like real estate agents. We list the business and if we sell it, we get paid. If we don't sell it, we don't get paid. We are strictly on a commission basis. Now, there are some brokers who will ask for upfront retainer and a monthly fee. That's not the norm. And I wouldn't recommend any business owner to go that route. So, like I said, we enter into a listing agreement. And once we sell the business at close of escrow, all parties get paid. The business owner gets paid by the seller. And out of that, we get our commission. So, in terms of value... Business owner comes and say, hey, I'm going to sell the business. I have no idea how much it's worth, but I think it's, a, I'm going to sell it for a million. All right. Why do you think a million? That's how much I need for my retirement. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with the value of the yeah. business. It's how it's, much you need. Yeah. It's not like uh, homes. You know, you could do comps. My neighbor's home is exactly like mine. It's sold for $500,000. I'm confident it'll sell for 500000 You're right. Business, absolutely not. You could have a dry cleaner down the block. One sells for $500,000. Yours may not be worth 200000 Why? Because that business was making $300,000 a year profit. Yours is making 50000 Or he had clean books and good tax returns and everything, and you don't have. But if he has a general idea, let's say, for example, he says um, it's worth half a million dollars, and we do a valuation, and we tell him, uh, Mr. Business Owner, you are correct. It's worth half a million dollars. Or we think it's worth $700,000. So that's the value a business broker brings to the owner. And secondly, a time that the business owner doesn't have to spend on trying to sell his business. Sunil, we're coming down to our last couple of minutes here on Ask the Experts today. One final question for you. Let's talk about starting the process. If I'm a business owner, I'm looking to take that step back and hand off my business and, and, and take that step back into retirement, the golden years, as they call them. What does a business owner need to do to sell their business? How, how does the process work as far as well, uh, engaging your services? Yes, sir. The first thing they need to do is call us, contact us via our website or on the phone, and we'll set up a time. It's a free consultation. We'll come to the place of business. We like to look at the business, what they're selling. We'll sit down with them for half an hour, 45 minutes an hour, whatever is the time they need, and we will answer all the questions, and we'll tell them what the process is. We'll explain it to them, and then we'll give them a checklist of what we need in order to prepare the business for sale, prepare a package, do the valuation, 
and all those things. At times we see business owners and they're not ready to sell. They might think they want to sell, but they're not sure or the business is not ready. And we see some, some things that are very glaringly obvious. So we tell them, Mr. Business Owner, you need to do this, do this. You're doing your uh, bookkeeping wrong instead of going to cost of goods, should go into operation expenses or some other things uh, to have uh, manuals for their employees and things of that nature. And it might take them a few months. We'll go back to them. And if the business is re ready for sale, we'll put it out in the market. Again, we'll do an exclusive right to sell agreement. And once that is executed, we will take over from there. One thing we ask business owners is not to make any drastic changes while we're selling the business. Suddenly, you know, obligate themselves to a, a equipment lease, which uh, throws off the profits greatly or make uh, big changes. Stability is important. In yes. Other words. And, uh, and again, the key thing is if a business owner listening to this, the first thing you can do is even before contacting a broker is clean up his books, make sure they're accurate, match the tax returns and everything. And I know there's a lot of, uh, things for the business owner to digest. So what I would suggest is, based upon the questions we get, I will focus on one topic the next show and answer those questions and go from there and go deep into uh, the questions. And as you mentioned, Sunil, we'll have you back about once a month here. We'll keep digging into different topics on, on this aspect of either buying a business, selling a business, and the services that Austin Business Brokers offers. Again, if you find yourself in that situation where you're looking to sell a business that you've built, or maybe you've got some money set aside, you want to buy a business, get out of that uh, nine to five of working for somebody else. Sunil is ready to help you with your particular situation. Austin Business Brokers, Sunil Verma, our guest, 512-800-7085, 512-800-7085. And you can send those questions for these future episodes of Ask the Experts with Sunil to abbtx.com slash radio. Fill out the form there. You can also give him a call. Again, his number, 512-800-7085. Sunil, thanks so much for being with us here on Ask the Experts today. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. And we'll have you back soon. Stay tuned for more right here on Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.